On this week's show, Scotty Bracey and I talk about Sam Darnold and his value in the NFL. Mel Kuyper put out a mock draft. We get into that a little bit. Is it possible that Zach Wilson is actually a better prospect than Trevor Lawrence? Hard to say. Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers, they got to come to some agreement on his contract. But is he done as a quarterback? And of course, the Tiger Woods car crash. I'm Pete Colasano, and this is Bump and Run. We're going to start this off because I can't wait any longer. Let's go. All right. So I'm actually going to start off with kind of a game. I love games. Okay, good. So I think you're going to like this. So I'm going to name a bunch of quarterbacks who have been drafted in the last – who are first-round draft picks over the last five years who have at the very least not fulfilled their – you know, what was expected of them. And some of them are flat out busts. And I want you to answer one question when I say that person's name, that quarterback's name. At the time of their bust or flop or, you know, moving on, did anybody come to their defense? Okay. Okay, you understand the game? I I do. I'm going to name a first-round drafted quarterback from the last five years – who has not fulfilled their expectations, and you're going to tell me when they were released, traded, you know, any, you know, whatever, cut anything, did did anybody come to their defense? Okay, so here we go. Yep, yep. Dwayne Haskins, anybody come to his defense? No. Other than you know, Urban Meyer, maybe. Or the Steelers are bailing him out. Maybe. Well, for free, contract. I'll take a guy for free to to not back up Ben. I mean, who cares, right? Yeah, was he making a million dollars? I don't know if he's... Well, he was a first-round pick, so maybe he is making a million. But he's he's cheap. He's cheap. Okay, what about Josh Rosen? Anybody come to his defense? Uh, we've talked about this big Josh Rosen guy, but nope. No, one no came one's to come defense. to his defense, right? Shockingly, actually, I think, because there were a lot going back to that draft. There were a number of people who were what we'll call Josh Rosen fans. There were people that thought he should have been the first pick well, in the draft. Todd Mache still dying on that hill. A couple weeks ago on K, he was just sticking up for Josh Rosen. It's it is funny how if you just don't land in the right spot, things just don't work out. I mean, we talk oh about God. Sam Darnold. If Sam Darnold got drafted by the Baltimore Colts instead of like, Baltimore Colts, how old am I? Jesus Christ! If Pete, it's twenty twenty one. Welcome. <laughs> if if <laughs> Sam Darnold gets drafted by the Baltimore Ravens instead of Lamar Jackson. His, his story is probably much different, right? It's just a better team. I would agree. Clearly. Okay. So no one comes to Josh Rosen's defense. How about uh, one, one that you're, is near and dear to your heart? Paxton Lynch. Anybody? Is he even in the league anymore? No, right? I think he's selling insurance. <laughs> Listen, we all need insurance. Um, <laughs> any, anybody come to his defense? No. No, right? Uh, how about you – know, here's another one. I'm going to give you a number one and a number two here. How about Marcus Mariota? Everybody loved him. Good kid, this and that, athletic, fast, elusive, can throw off platform. Anybody come to his defense when when um, when Tennessee let him go? Off the top of my head, no, but I feel like I feel like 
somebody, some go, somebody still likes him. I, I don't know. Who yeah, there's probably a couple dummies doing a podcast from their basement that you know defended Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Are they drinking bourbon right now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but not a lot, right? I mean, I'm sure not it was somebody, but not a lot. How, here's and, and one, James Winston. Yeah, here's one. The guy threw 30 touchdown passes in 2019. Jameis Winston. So he throws 30 touchdowns. Now, granted, he threw 30 interceptions also and had nine fumbles. But, you know, Wait, you, but did, did he steal 30 bags? <laughs> no, he, he, he stole 30 crab claws. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, you, there's clearly potential there, right? I mean, the- so it's funny you say that. It's funny you bring that up because I was just talking to my brother this afternoon about Winston. I don't want to give up on him just yet, myself. I, I know I know what you're trying to do, but my I think there's still, especially with Sean Payne with the Saints, I yeah. think there's something there maybe. I totally uh, agree maybe. with you. I'm not saying people gave up on these guys. I'm just saying, did anybody come to their defense? Yeah. And I think you're starting to see where this is going. I don't know if you know where it's going to end. But did anybody come to like his defense and say Tampa was crazy for letting him go? Yeah, he's got a lot of touchdown, a lot of uh, turnovers, but he's got a lot of touchdowns. Also, there's a lot of potential. Nobody said that. If Tampa doesn't have Tom Brady waiting in the wings, maybe somebody says something. Maybe. Well, at the time, like that, listen, I don't know that that's true because Arians was saying the season wasn't even over yet, and he was already saying like I don't know if he's going to be here next year. Do you remember yeah, that? True. Yeah. Yeah. So nobody yeah, came to, to a guy who threw who, who threw thirty touchdown passes last year. No, really, not too many, if anybody, maybe, maybe a couple guys, but nobody like came to his defense. I don't. I agree with you. I don't think. I don't think anybody gave up on him. I don't think anybody gave up on Mariota. You know, you could say most of these guys. I don't think any other than Paxton Lynch. Paxton Lynch is selling insurance. Oh but my! Other God. than him, good, good job, John. Here's another one. Because we we we're assuming he won't be with his team next year, though it's not official yet. But about Mitch Trubisky, anybody coming to his defense? Not even close. Not they're, too they're, many. They're right? playing other guys. They're playing other guys with him on the roster. You know what the defense I heard was? Who the heck said this? Oh, it was um, Keyshawn. Which this is not much of a defense. But Keyshawn oh, Johnson says, geez. "Well, who are you going to get instead?" And the reality of that is, he's kind of right. Like you're gonna you're gonna make a trade for Sam Darnold, who I love, but I'm just saying like he is Mitch Trubisky at this point in his career. In fact, Mitch Trubisky's got a winning record at least. Yeah, I was gonna. So say, like you're gonna yeah, give yeah. up picks and players potentially for a guy that you pretty much already have. Like you're gonna give up picks and 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 uh, players potentially for Marcus Mariota, who he, you already have Marcus Mariota. You're, yep, you got Nick Foles still there. But do you see what I'm saying? Like. You're not – Trubisky's not good, but you're not going to go out – so that's the only defense is there's you're, no one to replace not, him with not, that's that much you're better. You're not making a huge upgrade no, on a no. – yeah. But that's the best defense is that you can't get anything better right now. Right. Right? So that's right. – nobody's like, oh, you'd be making a mistake. This guy's he's, – he's just scratching the surface of what he's capable of. You're not hearing any of that. It's just that you can't get anybody better right now. And anybody that you can get, they're pretty much the same guy. I mean, you can really make an argument that Sam Darnold is Mitch Trubisky right now. Like, mobile, uh, I think, so, you know, I, I like Sam better, but I'm saying that mobile guy, you know, smart, whatever, but but not, not fulfilling his expectations. Three things. Coaching, mm. which we, we hit on all every week. 
Defense, not even close to what the Bears have. Of course. And three, the Bears don't have weapons like the Chiefs, but they're a little better than what Sam's had to work with. Absolutely. But I'm just saying, so, I'm just saying I, to I, trade for him. I know. You already got that guy for the for you know, for all intents and purposes, you have Sam Darnold, yeah. a questionable starting quarterback right now, right? If you're Chicago, but that's the best defense. Is just that there's nobody better to replace him with. It's not right. like you can't right. lose this guy. All right, so now I'm going to give you two that are like question marks. That there has been some defense, but you would have thought with some of the success that they've had, they would have gotten more defense. Can I can I guess on this? Please. Jimmy G for one? No. Uh, San Fran just came out today and said he's our quarterback. He's our guy. And he wasn't drafted and in he the wasn't first, a first round either. Pick. Okay, yeah. right. Okay. Um, so that was actually a, a great pick because – a great pick by New England because nobody really knew yeah. who the hell he was. Yeah. I did, but nobody knew who he was. How about Jared uh. Goff? <laughs> we defended him. Yeah. Because we said here's a guy who went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Two years later, goes to the uh, divisional championship with a broken a thumb, yeah. and 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 plays pretty darn well. And they trade him like holy shit. There's no love there at all, uh, yeah. and he gets traded. But I don't know. Other than us, there wasn't a lot, right? No, there wasn't no. a lot. And th- and they still think they still think he's going to suck in Detroit. A lot of people so well, they might because Detroit sucks, and that's where what you just said about coaching talent around you these things yeah. matter okay if he yeah. if he wasn't great on the rams it's gonna be tougher with detroit yeah and plus the lions organization is a uh, dumpster fire as we like to well, say listen they made some upgrades this year with dan campbell so everything's gonna be just fine they're gonna he might let himself kneecaps. on fire and go to walk out the tunnel <laughs> Did you hear what he said the uh, other day <laughs> he said he said listen no. i'm not really that smart I'm i'm, I'm kind of a knucklehead you know, I'm not a Great. real bright guy, and I like it that way. I just want to keep things simple, and I'm like, yep, they're going to lose. Okay. Like, who are all these dumb winning head coaches in the NFL? <laughs> Dude, who's hiring this guy, too? Like, uh, what the fuck? New G- the Rams GM, the, the guy that came from the Rams and traded for Goff, which was also dumb. So here you go. Here's my last one. So we would agree, while there were some people that came to Goff's defense, it wasn't full-throated, number one, and there wasn't too many. Surprisingly to my to, to me, but so here's the last one I'll give you before I make my point. Carson Wentz. You certainly have his uh we'll call him defenders, because they're kind of remembering who he was, you know, two years ago and the year he got hurt, right? But then you got a lot of people that are like ship him out, start over. See, I, you know, I go back and forth on Wentz because I loved what he did two years ago at the end of the year with we talked yeah. about Greg Ward and and Boston Scott. Oh my and blah, god! Blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 and we and we and there are a lot of factors with the statue and with everything else that we make fun of. But there's something not there mentally, man. I don't know what it is. But then I think if I think. If Frank Wright can't help him, I don't think anybody can help him. I agree. If this, if so, so somebody said like, is this a make or break year for him? I don't know that it's make or break, but you need to be better. Like, I don't think it has to be. It's, I don't think it's like Super Bowl or bust. You know, but they gotta no, make they gotta make the playoffs, I, and he needs to look competent. And that team's loaded. Loaded. Yeah. Loaded. Yeah. So, but 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 back to the point, which is 
there you would think a guy who's making that kind of money and who ha- has had that kind of success in his past, you would think there would be more people coming to his defense, and there weren't, right? There just weren't a lot. Right. And that's why they didn't get much for him. They, you know, they got him for kind of a bag of practice balls. Yeah, Colts played that right, too. Right? So here's my point. All these guys who were talented players, first-round picks, that didn't live up to their expectations, and nobody comes to their defense. Why are there so many football people, GMs, coaches, players, scouts, uh, quarterback gurus, people who we would say, people who know, why are so many people coming to Sam Darnold's defense? Like if it's so if it's so obvious that it's time yeah. to move on, it's time to move on. You know he he hasn't done anything, and he hasn't statistically he hasn't. We recognize that. But then why are when we when we we see in this league in the NFL we see all time people are willing to get off a bad quarterback pretty friggin' quick. You know you know what I'm saying? They're like because they're expensive. In the last- in the last six, seven years, it's been real quick. Yeah, like if you're not showing it and it doesn't look like it's going to get much better, we're out. You know, and well, some guys have part- been able to change that. Tannehill has been able to turn it around because he's gotten a better situation. But it's kind of like you can see right away, right? You know right away. So then why are people, why are so many, not like one or two, a lot of people coming to Sam Darnold's defense? When we talk draft, and we'll get in, we'll talk about that a little, um, why... Are there almost as many, when it comes to the Jets, why are there almost as many people saying stick with Sam as there are saying you got to move off? And the only reason, almost almost all the time, the only reason they're saying get off of Sam is because of the money situation that'll, that'll be, you know, what it is over the next two years. That you're going to have to pay him. It's never, it's never like, come on, he clearly has shown he's not good enough. Right? Yeah. Uh, man it's (laughs) isn't that interesting though i I just love how like we do this we do this show and you're the perfect fan for the with the jets as we're getting started with this because it's so interesting on so many levels with the draft picks with the jets with jugged with douglas with with salah like it's just it's unbelievable it's unbelievable i just listen we don't we're not there i've never seen um, Sam Darnold work out with uh, not Carson Palmer, uh, Jordan Palmer. Jordan Palmer. I've yeah. never seen Sam Darnold in the in the locker rooms. I've only seen film, right? I know him from film. That's it. And I know what I've seen. And I've said to you, I pointed out specific plays to you in the past where I'm like, dude, you see that throw? There might be ten guys in the NFL who can make that throw. He also makes some that you're like, there might be only ten guys that would have made that mistake. But I just find it interesting. I just find it interesting that when when NFL people identify a quarterback as not having the juice, they, they get off him quick. And here's a guy who statistically is is worse than every other quarterback over the last three years. Like he's the worst quarterback over the last three years. And there are teams not only willing to trade for him, but there are other people that are like, you're friggin' crazy if you get off this guy. I, I, I think that says a lot. That's all I'm saying. This isn't even as a Jets fan. This is just as like evaluating talent and then seeing what you have to do as a GM. Because if it was just evaluating talent, I don't think the Jets would have 
any questions about what they have to do, what they would do here, if it was just talent. Well, because you have to consider yeah, his lo- contract over the next two years. Contract, draft pick, draft pick position. Yeah, there's a lot there. I just think that's – but I think it's interesting. Um, I think it's interesting that so many you know, football people, people that are in the business – I don't mean freaking Mike Greenberg on ESPN who doesn't know his ass from his elbow, right? I'm talking football people who come to Sam Darnold's defense, like a lot of them. And I think that's interesting, being that statistically he's been god awful, awful. Now, I forgot what I was gonna say. Damn. Oh, I think it was good too. That'll come. <laughs> well, it'll, maybe it'll it come will. back because that leads me into this next thing. Um, we talked about it. Um, with Kuiper, Kuiper came out with his draft today, mock draft, and for the first time he put trades into his draft, which I understand why you don't bother putting trades into a mock draft because. It's impossible to know. It's impossible to know. But he did it anyway, and it actually was interesting because it's the first time he's ever done that, and it just made it interesting. And when it comes to the Jets, he actually – and this is why I put these two things together for you. He said, with the second pick, the Jets trade that pick to Atlanta at number four. Uh, So Atlanta comes up. I think he has them taking Zach Wilson. And then at at the four pick, the Jets take Kyle Pitts. Uh, you are not a fan of this idea. I, I And I don't think you're not a fan. Oh, so, okay, so first let's say this. What that means is, number one, the Jets are keeping Sam Darnold. Like, you don't do that unless you're keeping Sam Darnold. So this is under the uh, assumption that they're keeping Sam Darnold, which is fine yep, with me right there. Yep. And then they make a trade out of the two spot because they're keeping Sam Darnold, which is also fine with me. I think we're actually both fine with both of those things. Yes. Okay, keeping Sam and then trading out of two. You're, bo- you're fine yes. with both of those. I'm fine with both of those. And now the drum roll starts and uh, the bell rings for round one. You are not a fan of drafting drafting Kyle Pitts. I'm going to let you go first on this one because I am. So I got myself myself some notes here. So I did a little homework on tight ends. Uh Uh-huh. College tight ends or pro tight ends? What? You mean pro tight ends? Yeah. Okay. There's never been a tight end drafted top five. But there's been a tight end drafted number six. Do you know who it is? I do not. It's Kellen Winslow Jr. Mm, he's which doing is well a bad start. Which is a bad start. <laughs> I think he's still well 14 now. years in jail. <laughs> so so I'll give you I'll give you my busts first for first round tight ends. Okay. And tell me what you think. Okay. Eric E yeah, Eric E. Brown was picked at number ten in the first round. Kyle Brady. Okay, so let me let me analyze that. I would I would not I would not call Ebron a bust, but I also wouldn't call him a star. He's he was a good tight end for a couple years, depending on a team that he was on. Which 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 I'll prove my point. I'll agree with that. But you can get a guy like that in the third round. A serviceable tight end. Yeah, totally agree. Kyle Brady, as you know, we don't need to get into Kyle Brady because that. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Move along. Mercedes Lewis was a first-round pick. Okay, so he was not worthy of a first-round pick, but he was a nice player for a long time. Jerry Shockey was a first-round pick. Very good player. Until he went bananas. He was a, he, had a, he had like a five-year run, and he was a very good player. Listen, they're football players. TJ, they could lose their minds. TJ Hawkinson was pick number eight. Jerry's still out. I understand that, but he's pick number eight. Now, if you trade back to the Panthers at number eight, 
I might be able to. I might be able to get on board with that. Okay, one. that's where I'm gonna have a beef with you. But go ahead. I'm sure you got more. So now I got my good players, and then we, and then you can counter. So Travis Kelsey, you heard of him? Uh does he play for the Chiefs? He does. Okay, got him. Yep, yep. Third round pick. George Kittle was a fifth round pick. Ertz was a second. Darren Waller with the Raiders, who's having a phenomenal comeback after oh. still with the Ravens, yeah. was a fifth-round pick. And Shannon Sharp, a guy close to my heart, was a seventh-round pick. Hall of Famer. So just just example, just Hall of Famer. Just example. Where's that mustardy jacket at, at events? So just examples of for a team that has other needs, yeah. as you guys do, and the trade, like you said, the trade back would be great. But taking Pitts at four. Is a little is a little tough for me. Okay, are you are you done? I'm done. Okay, so number one, first of all, here's where your logic is flawed, and this is where I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna nail you to the cross, and this conversation actually ends. You just said you're okay with taking Pitts at eight. If you're okay with him at eight, you're okay with him at four because it's not like you get to pick at four and eight. No, nope, but, nah. but you get you get better picks. You get a better trade. I, but I that. won't get him. And here's my point: if you've if you've pointed out this guy and said that's our guy, that's our that's one of our first round guys that can really make a difference in this offense. I'm just saying, if he's good enough to be your eight pick, like so. Here's here's why your logic is flawed. Also, well, you got all these great tight ends in the fifth round. Well, you got Tom Brady in the sixth round. Should you wait till the sixth round to draft a quarterback? You know, you got you got um, uh, Tony Romo in the fourth round. You know, I mean, you can do that all day long. I mean, you know, Green Bay got waited until you know Aaron Rodgers fell to the end of the first round. Shouldn't he? Is he clearly not a first round pick now? So we, I mean, uh, Russell Wilson was a third round pick. Should we wait till the third round well, to pick Pete, a quarterback? That's what's fun about this. That's what's fun about this. Who knows? Like- no, but so what I'm saying is, you made good points with the guys who have failed, but guys fail. Picks, first round picks are a 50-50 shot, man. Half every, out of the 32 first round picks that are going to come this year, and this also leads to me saying I'm going with Pitts. Out of 32 picks this year, 16 of them are going to be busts or mediocre or bad. Like they're going to be average to below average or or flat out busts. 30, 16 right, out of 32. You. Now, so so here's why I'm okay with it. I look and I say. To me, Kyle Pitts, of all the players that are coming in the first round, I actually think he's the one player that is a no-brainer. Like, he's going to succeed. He's unlike any tight end you've seen come into this league. Like, he's already Travis Kelsey. You know, he's already... um, Wow. No, but he is because he's in that mold and he's built just like him. Um, He's got those kind of hands. He's got that kind of athleticism. Like, I, I'm just saying, and if you yeah. think that, now right. you may not believe that, but I'm just saying, I look at Kyle Pitts and I say, this guy is a, this guy is a, cannot fail. He will not fail. He'll be a star in the NFL. And if you 404, th- 404, February 25th, that's documented for when Kyle Pitts is out of football in a year and a half. It won't happen. It won't happen. <laughs> Unless he loses his mind like Shockey or something like that, right? But I'm just saying, if you look at a guy and you say, well, that guy's good, and if he's good enough for eight, it's not like you're saying I should take Pitts in the third round. You acknowledge he's a first-round pick, right? I do. 
I I just don't know for you personally. With I just yeah, don't know. So Pete. Like, I'm looking listen, at him. I think what's 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 the tight end you have now? Herndon. Mm-hmm. Listen, was people like were blowing him at proportionally in the year. If they had a better if they had a better system, if they had a better quarterback, if I they don't had a disagree. Better, so is he Pitts? No, no, he's not Pitts. But but again, you guys have so many other issues. But he, I agree. I'm just saying, like, what are you going to take at four? You're going to take Devontae Smith. How about a shutdown corner, bro? But, like, again, okay, like, so corners are a perfect example. Uh, the Jets took a shutdown, a supposed shutdown corner four or five years ago, and he was nothing. I don't even think he's in the league anymore. Well, they took a shutdown corner a couple, what, and then and they, they shut him down. And, and, and Darryl Revis. I so so this is but this is my point. Like it just because I take a different position, you, there's no guarantee that like a Jalen Waddle, and I like Jalen Waddle, but there's no guarantee. Everybody's like he's uh, Tyreek Hill. Well, he looks good, but he played for Alabama. I just don't know what that's gonna. Tra- like you don't know that he's gonna be great. You don't know that's. There's been plenty of Heisman Trophy winners that don't turn into great pros. Okay. You mentioned I think two of them on the friggin' uh, on the quarterback thing before. Right. So, I'm just saying. I look at Pitts and I say, he is going to be a great player. Uh, of all the players, there are questions about every player. Even right down to Trevor Lawrence, you can come up with questions. Right, you can, Absolutely. You can have questions. I have less questions about Kyle Pitts than anyone else in this draft. Anybody else in this draft. And I'm just saying if you're willing to t- take him at eight, why the fuck wouldn't you take him at four? What's the difference? Because I'm not picking at four and eight. If I was picking at four and eight, maybe I would take somebody. But if, I'm just saying if that, if we've if we've pegged this guy as that's that's who we would like to get in the first round. And he's there. And you're like, well, he's more of a six, number six to eight to ten pick than he is a four. Who gives a shit? I'm not picking at four, six to ten. I'm picking at four. Plus, as the Jets, you have a, you have another first round pick, and that that's where I would take. I would take a corner. I just think I actually think that this is a guy who, and I'm being deadly serious with this. I think he's a guy who can come into the league and as a rookie be one of the five best tight ends in the league. Now, I don't actually think that's saying something outrageous because i don't think there's that many great tight ends there's only a handful of, it's not like wide receivers where there's there's a lot yeah. of really good wide receivers right there's yeah. not a lot I of mean, great tight a, ends being a fantasy football guy you know me and my buddies talk about it all the time where tight end is a there's a big shortage on tight ends i feel like every one year there's like 15 of them and then the next year there's four it's yeah. just it's a weird position and really then is. so then he's not ju- and then that's the other thing he's not just a tight end he he so i heard somebody today i forget who it was um, but an analyst saying he's – and this is like a draft guy, like a draft guy analyst. And he said Kyle Pitts would be the second highest rated wide receiver in this draft if he was a wide receiver. And he's yeah, tight I end. heard that too. So I'm just saying I like him that much. And I'm saying, boy, you, you can now for the next 10 years, you can own the middle of the field. Whoever your quarterback is, you can own the middle of the field. Tight ends are relatively cheap moving forward. Um, I, I just I just think that's a great pick if you're not getting a quarterback. I think that's the one guy who I'll say is as close to bust proof as you're gonna get. Like he's he's going to be a really good pro. I think he's a top five tight end the, the minute he walks into the league. And I think anybody in this league who can get a, a a top five tight end, they would do it. Buffalo, right now, they're an elite team, they're a Super Bowl contender. They would take they would take he- a tight end right now. Yeah, but two totally different situations you guys are in with the Bills. I understand no? that. 
I'm just saying he's a he's a matchup just, nightmare. Just he's a red that. zone freak. Uh, he's he and he runs like a gazelle. I mean, he and he's tall. I great hands. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with any of your points, but to play devil's advocate on it though a little bit is like you don't disagree, but it, it's a real life thing. It you are in total. The Bills are almost in the Super Bowl, and you guys can barely fucking run an organization right now before you see the. New I understand, staff. but you can't it's, you it's, can't work off of that. You, you like the guys who are there right now aren't like we're a shitty organization, so we gotta you know we gotta remember that. No, you're here. But, we are. Well, remember, Joe Douglas might want to play it safe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I think that's actually pretty safe. I think that's pretty safe. I think it's a, it's a, it's a it's a it's, t- safe. it's safe as, the, as, as, as if you think he's gonna be a 10, 12 year tight end middle of the field. Oh, you got oh you said, and I agree with those points. I think he's very good, but. Again, I think a guy, I think a guy like that in the third round, second round, could be serviceable. In but that you're not going to get Kyle Pitts in the second round. I think. Okay, so my, I guess my bigger point is, I think he's unique. Like, I think he's. You know, we talk about generational quarterbacks. They say with Trevor Lawrence, generational quarterback only comes around. Last guy like him would say Luck. Last guy before him, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. But, you know, you get every once in a while you get these guys that are just, you know, th- th- you just know coming out they're yeah. going to succeed, yeah. period. It's This is not questioned. Like I think as far as tight ends go, I honestly think he comes in the league and he's automatically one of the best play- – one of, one of the top five. Le- and I just – and here – again, if the, the Jets have so many picks that um, I think – I think that's a great first round pick. And also I look and I say what what is the, what is the draft deep in and what is the gra- draft a little thin at, right? Um, and I say this is an area where you're not going to get that guy in free agency. You're not going to get a tight end in free agency. None of them are worthy you, of signing. You have no interest in Ertz? You have no interest in Ertz. I don't want to have to trade for him. I don't want to have to trade for him. And cuz if they might dump him. Well, even if they dump him, if they dump him, that's a different story. But we'll, and that'll that'll play out before then. But even that, he's in his thirties. He's already in his thirties. Well, you guys aren't close to winning yet either. No, we're not. So let the guy grow with your team. So Ertz is a win now guy. Ertz is a guy who ends up in Seattle. Ertz is a guy who ends up in Baltimore. Ertz is a guy who ends up with the Steelers or something. You know what I mean? Like or the Browns or something. Yeah. I mean the Browns got plenty of tight ends. Arizona, like a team that's up and coming and on the run. Pitts, let him come in. He doesn't have to try to win games this year. And you let him grow with your team. Okay, so here's what I'm saying also. Like, you can say, well, why not take, like, a Pene Sewell, who I'm a fan of. But Pene Sewell didn't play this year. I'm not a fan. And I don't know what that means. So I can make a really good argument that you could take Pene Sewell and he can be a a bust. And I, I can make an argument for lots of guys after Trevor Lawrence that they could be busts. And I just don't see it with Kyle Pitts. I just don't see him being a bust, no matter what. And the other thing about him not being a bust, he's not, as, as a tight end, you're not so dependent on anybody else on the team other than the quarterback, of course. Like, you don't need a great offensive line for you to succeed. Like, a running back needs a good offensive line in front of him. You need a line to protect quarterback. But I'm just saying, if you're good, you're good as a tight end. Like, tight ends make instant Instant differences on teams, man. I just, and especially think about you. You mentioned George. You mentioned George Kittle. Well, who's the coordinator for the Jets now? The new offense coordinator for the Jets. You got Lafleur, right? Mike Lafleur. Yeah, 
And where did he come from? San Francisco. So what does he know how to do? Work with a great tight end. So I think that's a great fit. And I just say, like, if you if you peg a guy and you say, well, I would take him at eight, then you should be able to take him at four. Now, maybe you don't take him at number one overall. But again, that would depend on your needs, right? And I, I think and, – and what you could get in free agency. Like, we talked about this too. The Jets can get a guard in free agency. They can get a wide receiver in free agency. Um, there's different things they can get. But I don't see that tight end – a difference, even a, a difference-making tight end, a, a marginally difference-making tight end. So that's why. I just think this is a, a very I, – I would not necessarily – okay, so you mentioned Kyle Brady. <coughs> when the Jets picked him up, we were all like, what the hell did they just do? Like you could have had him in the second or third round. This guy's going to go in a top 10. Like he's going to be a top 10, 12 at the very – like he's not – he's a he's an early first-round pick. This is not in question. You know what I'm saying? So if he's good for so, eight and you're picking at four and you like him, that's your guy, then that's your guy. So our difference of opinion would be, and it's not so much a difference of opinion because I, I – I, It is. You just I don't like, like the timing. timing. You don't like the I'm earliness a, of it. I don't, I, I don't I like, get that. I don't like the timing with your situation. I agree. And I don't like – I understand what you mean by like a tight end is such a safety outlet, and I I, I understand that. I just don't know. I just don't know. If, like I just don't know if it's the right thing right now. I just don't know. I just I I would say I would ninety nine times out of a hundred I would agree with you on this one, because a tight end right now for the Jets, if it was if it was just a very good tight end. I just think this guy, I think he's more special at tight end than any of the receivers are at receiver. I think he's more special at tight end than any of the wow. linemen are. Oh, my wow. God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Oh, no, I really do. So that's, so that's, so Look that's at what Waddle, Kyle Trask, you Smith, never even heard of Kyle Chase. Trask before this year. And Kyle Trask made a living throwing to Kyle Pitts. Well, last year he was pretty good, too. You should watch football on Saturdays, too, Pete. It's pretty good. Um, I like that stuff. <laughs> um... Do you know what I'm saying? I, I do. I, I while the, listen. While I the like, Jets have a ton I, of I'm picks, gonna... you only have so many picks. You're not going to get your guy all the time. And if you've isolated this guy as one of your guys. I get it. I get it. I just say, like, you no, can get a corner actually... at number 22. I think they're picking at 22. You can get a corner. You can get a really good tackle at 22. You can get a, a – a, you probably could even still get a pass rusher if, if one of the guys, like, from Penn State – or from uh, Michigan, he might drop to 22. Like, you're still getting a really good pick at 22. I think this guy is really unique in his talent. And uh, I think that's that's why. Maybe I'm evaluating him a little higher than you evaluate him. That might be what our difference is here. No. Like, well, let me ask you this. If, if Travis Kelsey was to go back in the draft right now, would you take him with the number four pick? You're a Denver fan. If you're Denver, would you take... You can't do that. No, but I'm can't do that. Okay, but you can if you project him to be that kind of player. So that's what you're saying. You're saying he's going to be that kind of player. I'm saying he's going to be top five tight end right off the bat. And if he's top five, then you're putting him in the same class with Kittle and Kelsey. Now, those those guys might be ahead of him because they're veterans and he's a rookie. 
But you mentioned you 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 mentioned what round those guys went in. But if you knew then what you know now, they wouldn't be third and fifth round picks. They'd be first round picks. Well, my but my point but my point is, no one looked at those guys and said there could be a guy in this draft that goes in the fourth round. He could he could be there. Not could Kittle. be there we will be. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, there will be. But that's the point. You don't know. This guy. We don't know. This guy is a I know as much as there is an I know in the draft. But then I brought up the other side too. We thought Winslow. We thought Ebron. We thought we don't. We just don't know. For I don't sure. think anybody knew those anything? guys would be good. Have to you the heard extent anything this specifically from the Jets? What's that? Have you heard anything specifically? No, Jets no. This is kid? purely a Kuiper thing, and I'm oh, just saying okay. I love it. I love it because I love Pitts. This is not any kind of rumor mill. This is just Kuiper's uh, mock draft, and I really like it. I, I really do. Now, to your to your point, and this might sound like I'm probably being hypocritical here, but I don't know that I would take him at number two because I I just feel like the reason you would trade out of two. But if you take him at eight, you don't take him at four. You take him at two. Here's no, why. Here's I'm why. The reason you trade out of number two, or the reason, frankly, let's let's reverse this. The reason that someone is trading up to number two, they ain't picking a corner. They're not picking a you know they they want a quarterback. And I just feel like, you know, this league is a quarterback yeah. league. So those first couple picks, and it depends on the draft. Like, we've seen drafts where there are three quality quarterbacks, like the Darnold one, the Darnold draft. But I'm saying in general, that first and second pick, those are quarterback picks. Those are guys who need quarterbacks. You trade up because you want to get your guy because after those two guys are gone, there's nobody else, you know, that are that are sure shots. We're look, We're talking about sure shots. Yeah. So yeah. You, you don't have to pick them at number two because if – you could trade out of the two and still get them. I think they could probably trade, you know, just to get away from the Kuiper thing, I think they could probably trade down with Carolina to number six and still get Pitts. Now, would you be okay if they took Pitts at six? I think I would be because I... I but do you see what I'm saying? Well, listen, you're... Well, listen. You're gonna get you're gonna get more bodies. You're gonna get more picks for trading six to two and eight to two with your from four to two. Okay. Well, then I'm fine. With, I don't know about eight because I don't know if I'm. So okay. So this is one of those where I say if you've targeted this guy as your guy, I don't know if I'm still gonna get him at eight. Well, hold on. This is what I'm gonna do. Hold on one second. At six, I'd probably still take my chances. But at eight, I don't know if Kyle Pitts is there at eight, man. Hold on a second. Well, we can figure this out real quick, just on, just on needs, right? And then obviously trades and everything gets, gets screwed up. And, and while knows, you're looking but... at that, let me just say this, because you mentioned like, what about Ertz, or what about you know if somebody else became available? Because we talked last week about how somebody, some guys are going to come available that you did not think were going to be available just because of salary cap cuts. But Ertz is a veteran. He's not going to come and play for $2 million. You're going to have to pay him prime money, at least $10 million. And you're going to get Pitts, who I'm going to be straight up with you. He's probably better than Ertz right now. And you're going to get him at a fifth of the price. You're going to get him for $2 million for the first year. His first couple years, he'll be slotted at somewhere around $2 million. All right. So you're going to get a guy so, who's better than Ertz for a fifth of the price for the next four years he's at a fifth of the price. All right. So and here's younger. My, here's our draft order. Go ahead. Take a sip, for Christ's sake. Go Take ahead, a breath. Go ahead. You got me mad. <laughs> <laughs>
Here's um, what's here's what also is funny before you go. I don't like drafting tight ends. I'm with you on this one. I'd rather uh-huh. I'm normally like, dude, just get your wide receiver and move on. There's very few that are like that cut and dry. There's not too many. I like Jalen Waddle more than I like Smith. So the uh, the other kid out of LSU is oh my god, he's so good. Jamar Chase. Oh my Jamar goodness, Chase, yeah. he's so good. I think I think all three are going to be very good. I, I do. I, I think they're, they're be very so good. good. So I get that. But I just think this particular guy is so damn good that I would, right, I would so, do it. So, so here's your here's your blockade. Do you see anybody jumping in taking this guy ahead of you at eight? All right. God. Dolphins. No. I don't know that. Because Dolphins. what are they short on? They're short on weapons. Although the Dolphins have they that one just, dude. They got you sicky. Just sicky. You're sake. right. So I'm gonna say no. Falcons, no, they're trading up for you to get a quarterback. Correct. Think? If well, if that's, up, that's a number four, yeah, if they trade with number four, then they're not picking him well, at four. The, they're right. going the for Bengals. defense. They're not. They they got off. They got plenty of offense. The, they need defense. The Bengals, same thing. They're not taking a tight end. Probably at five. taking a lineman. The Eagles, they're a fucking mess. They're not taking a tight end at, at six. Well, you just said they're cutting Ertz. I mean, they got Goddard. But you're gonna, but you're gonna cut him to, to draft the guy. That's retarded. That no way. Well, but it's because the of the money. And, and the, the Lions have, and the, and the Lions at seven have Hawkinson, so they're not taking a tight end. So I think you could get him at eight if you traded back with the Panthers. I'm just, I'm just throwing the it. Panthers out are at eight. Know. The Panthers are at eight. Yeah. Who's at six? Was that the Eagles? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you make a good argument there, and if and if I looked at that closely enough, and you're probably right, then I probably would go to eight. Because I think you're probably right. Whoever traded up, if Carolina's trading up, they're not trading up to take Pitts. They're trading up to get Zach Wilson. Dude, if I'm the owner, I fire everyone. I fire everyone in the building if they're trading up for me to two to take uh, to take a tight end. Yeah, they oh wouldn't have God. to do that. So no. Um, yeah, you make a good point. So if that's the case, then and then if it was Carolina, then yeah, okay. But I'm just saying. So, but do you see what I'm saying? If he's so, if he's good enough at eight, I know what you're saying. I just, if and, it, okay, just, it's just the Jets. I think it's a jet problem for me more than more than anything else. <laughs> the Jets find a way to screw everything up. Jesus Christ! So I'm not even a Jeff fan. I'm getting, I'm getting sweaty in here. Um, shit! What the hell is I gonna say? I don't know. I'm just losing my mind over it. I'm just saying, if he's good, if he's good enough at eight, then what the hell's the difference if you get him at four? Uh, I hear you. So and then the other okay, so this is what I was gonna say. It listen, also depends listen, on the package, it, right? Like what is Atlanta all, and we're this is totally hypothetical. But let's say there's a bidding war for that number two pick. You know, I, I think if you're the Jets, regardless of Kyle Pitts, you don't wanna go outside the top ten, right? You don't wanna trade outside the top ten. No no, that I agree with. No, no, no. That's no. Okay, so I mean, I, well, San Francisco's there at twelve. If they put some kind of wild package together to get up to number two, because then maybe a console. Because then if you can't get Pitts, like you can't be so stuck on a guy. So if, if San Fran puts something wild together and you're stuck at twelve, and then like, well, if Pitts is gone, that means either Waddle or Smith are still there, and then like you can still get one of those guys or take Slater, the tackle from N- Northwestern or something like that. I don't think I'd go any lower than 12. I, th- I think that that's it. And it'd have to be some package to move up to two from 12. 
Ex- exactly. You're gonna. But get, that's a you're factor. Maybe two. More, you might get two more first round picks if it's the Niners. You I don't s- know if they have anything to give you. But, yeah, I don't know what still. they're. Do- I'm just saying, like it, the the package matters. What's offered matters. Pete, remember the package always matters. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's that's just my thing on that. I think Kyle Pitts is that special a player. At, at that you. position, and, listen, and no, and listen, not too I'm many guys pro- have, not too many teams have elite tight ends, and all the teams, all the teams that have elite tight ends, elite tight ends, they're all good teams. I will make you a promise: if the Jets draft Kyle Pitts, I will buy the goddamn jersey and hand deliver it to you, and we'll do a full day of drinking. I want it embroidered. I want the numbers embroidered. I don't want it just like the iron-on shit. What do you think? I'm a cheapskate? No, I would never say such a thing. (laughs) (laughs) At least not to my face. (laughs) All right, let's stick with the draft. I'm sure you heard this earlier this week because it was a story on, like, Bleacher Report. And I actually puffed my chest out when I heard this one. But let's... um, What the hell's going on over there? Listen, Bump and Run is blowing up. I got people (laughs) trying to get in on this nonstop. It's unbelievable. By the way, before you before Go you ahead. get into that, I want to shout out everyone that's been listening to us, and we really appreciate all the the feedback and the ears, guys. Thank you so much, and I hope you continue to enjoy the show. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm with now. We agree. Now we can get back to agreeing a little bit. I'm with Fantastic. you. The feedback has been awesome, and we do absolutely appreciate it. But we're going to continue to work on it every single week to try to put out yes some better content for you. Um, we try to have fun, but we also try to. Come up with smart arguments. I don't know how smart they are all the time. I probably look like a dummy right now taking the tight end with the number four pick in the draft. But <laughs> um, So the rumor, or I don't know if it's a rumor, the report that was going around on Monday, I saw it on Monday on Bleacher Report, and I'm like, oh, shit, we already got material for Thursday. Here we go. The report that was going around is that there are league you know, football guys, you know, your league officials, football guys, whatever you want to call it, that are saying that Zach Wilson is actually a better prospect than Trevor Lawrence. So right off the bat, that sounds kooky, right? Like, that's absurd. We, you know, we blow that off and we say, not true, can't be true. So I I, I look at these things and I say, like, what are so, I try to come up with some questions about a statement like that. So I said, the two questions that I have are, number one, why would anybody say that? Like, what would, not why would they say it, but what would make somebody say that? Okay. And number two, is it true? So let's get to, I'm going to do the second question first. Is it true? Um, and I'm going to say, as a prospect, if you were just going off of film, the answer to that is maybe. The answer to that is maybe. Okay, um, and here's and then I'll get you to the first question, which is uh, why would anybody what would make anybody say that? The reason yeah. anybody would say that is because if you just look off, look at the film of these two guys playing. Tyler, um, um, Zach Wilson has had to make real pro throws. He does not have elite receivers. None of his receivers are going to get drafted at any point when anybody's watching TV. Uh, there's no speed at BYU. There's no burners at BYU. Nobody's breaking wide open. He's constantly throwing into very small windows. And you can you can you can go watch tons of highlights of him on YouTube, and you'll see 
all of his great throws, there's somebody hanging on the receiver's shoulders because they're just not great receivers. So he's constantly throwing into very, very small windows and making pinpoint throws, like pinpoint accurate throws. The second part that is connected to that is most of those throws are downfield. Like they are downfield 20, 25, 30 yards with a man covered, very small window. He puts it exactly where it needs to be and makes a completion. It's friggin' incredible. Okay. On top of that, his arm strength is elite. He will come into the league and probably have top five or six arm strength in the league immediately. Josh Allen, um, uh, Mahomes, maybe Aaron Rodgers. Josh Allen, you said? Yeah, I said Josh Allen. Like, d- Dude, he's probably going to come into the league with like top five arm strength. And they, they like to call that arm talent. And what really arm talent means is yeah, not just strength. It's Jeff angles. Jeff Jordan. No, I get that. I'm not just talking. I'm just saying this is one of the points. So he's throwing, constantly throwing into small windows and making the passes. He has exception, elite arm talent. Best arm talent coming out of the draft. In fact, no one who knows anything will tell you that Trevor Lawrence has a better arm than Zach Wilson. Or throws. Zach Wilson throws at multiple arm angles. Trevor Lawrence does not at all. Trevor Lawrence is very technically sound as a quarterback, but all he's Peyton Manning. All his throws, the arm angle is exactly the same. Everything looks the same every time he does it. This is a good point. This is not a critique of Trevor Lawrence. It's a good thing. He's consistent. He does not do anything wrong. Like he's it's but he also is I don't want to say robotic, but it's mechanical. It's mechanically sound and he doesn't do it wicked nor weird sometimes. Whereas Zach Wilson does sometimes. Um he makes pro reads. Yeah, but look, but the, but the, but the, agree with your point. We've never seen so many different arm angle throws in the last couple years than Mahomes. So that's Correct. a good sign. Yeah, no, that's, I'm not comparing. I'm, it is a good sign. And again, Trevor Lawrence doesn't do that. I'm not saying that to be critical of Trevor Lawrence because Peyton Manning didn't do fault. it and he yeah. did just fine. It's not a negative. It's no, just no, it's just, it's just a positive for Zach Wilson. This is why you right. might when I, and I'm compiling a number of things here. Um, his protection at BYU was not perfect. So he was con- – I don't want to say constantly. That's not fair. But he was often throwing off-platform. So, like, he dropped back. Somebody gets in his face. He'll move and make a throw on the run. Or he's really good on rollouts. All that kind of stuff. Excellent. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is good at that, too. So I'm not trying to take that away from him. But th- I'm pointing out that he does that. And decision-making is above average. He, he – and re- reading defenses. So he's able to go – from his first to second to third read, um, very, very well. I've seen him do it. All those things I just said, other than the arm angles and stuff like that, can Trevor Lawrence do that? Maybe he can. All I'm saying is you haven't seen him have to do that in college. You, You go watch highlight film of Zach Wilson and then go watch highlight film of Trevor Lawrence. And when Trevor Lawrence throws to these guys, they're fucking wide open all this is the this is the alabama problem with alabama quarterbacks yeah Uh, it's a a very similar situation you're constantly throwing to wide open quarterback uh wide open wide receivers does that mean that trevor lawrence can't make those throws it absolutely does not mean that I'm, i'm not trying to say that he could i'm just saying he hasn't had to very often can trevor lawrence throw into small windows 25 yards down the field he could i'm just saying i haven't seen it very often because he hasn't had to do you understand what I'm saying? So for Trevor oh, Lawrence, 
So for Trevor Lawrence, there's going to be a bit of a learning curve on throwing guys open. Where with Zach Wilson, he's been doing that for three years. He's been throwing guys open who weren't open. He's been throwing it to make them open for three years. So I'm just saying you take those things into account. You consider those points that I just made. And that's why someone might say that that Zach Wilson's actually a better prospect than Trevor Lawrence. I have a question. I should know this answer to this. So um, I, excuse me if I don't. Is Wilson a three-year starter or a two-year starter? Three-year starter. Started as a freshman, was excellent. Then started as a junior, got banged up, and then I think he, I think he missed a portion of the season at the end because he had an a, a, an arm injury, shoulder injury, something, something, wrist injury, whatever, whatever. Clearly didn't affect him as far as his ability to throw because he came back. He's just got an absolute cannon. It's it's really sick. I've said so, to you, I've said to you, and I I hate doing this kind of stuff, but I said to you, he's Mahomes light. He's very much Patrick Mahomes, the way he plays, the way he throws, the arm angles, the arm strength, um, and also his courage. He is willing to make some throws that, frankly, he probably shouldn't. Sometimes because he's got arm, the, the cannon for an arm, he gets away with it. Eh, sometimes he doesn't get away with it, you know? And that comes with having a strong-armed quarterback. Mahomes does the same thing all the time. He gets away with it most of the time. Sometimes he doesn't get away with it. <laughs> but you got to live with that, you know? You got to live with that. Yeah. So if you're asking, why the heck would somebody say that? Here's why somebody would say that. Now, with that said, if I had the number one pick in a draft and I thought Zach Wilson might be a little bit better, like off of what I just said, you know, you can make an argument, I'd still take Trevor Lawrence. And we've talked about this, the idea that if you take Trevor Lawrence and he doesn't work out, you still keep your job. You take Zach Wilson over, over Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson stinks, you will never work in the NFL again. You'll be you'll be you'll be sipping beers at the local bar with with Adam Gase. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that comes to be, though, because he well, has shown pro and talent. I, and I, God, and I'm not going to argue with you on that. I, uh, I listen. I, I I could see it. I mean, it happens. It happens most of the time, dude. Somebody thought Mitch Trubisky was better than Deshaun Watson. I mean, it's. You, yeah, you that just was, don't know. that's just bonkers. That's just bonkers. You just don't know, but I agree so with you. So if you're like, asking me, yes, I do watch. I am watching Zach the, Wilson film at 5 o'clock in the morning by myself. You know, some people I watch both, porn. I, I watch football. Everybody gets off on I, their own thing. What can I tell you? I, listen, I have no <laughs> doubts about that. Either one. Um, but, different uh, strokes for different you folks. Know, everybody's got, everyone's got their thing. So, like... The Wilson thing is intriguing to me because I feel like more and more guys are coming out of smaller schools now, and that goes to your point with the Alabama problem, the Clemson problem, the Ohio State problem. A lot of these guys, look, Ben, Miami of Ohio, and you know, yeah. NC State wasn't a football powerhouse even when Rivers and Wilson were there and stuff. And so I get it. I, I get the I get that point, and I think a lot of these NFL GMs and coaches, I think, might even like that a little bit better. Josh Allen, Wyoming. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, so. Well, here's the other point. thing with so that. Like when, you, when you see a guy that talented coming out of one of the smaller schools, you know he's not getting. Like, this is no offense to small school coaches, but you know he's no. not getting elite coaching. So when you see when you see Mac Jones or Tua or any of these guys who've come out of Alabama, 
you know they're getting elite coaching. They're getting elite protection. I'm not sure they had to wash Mac Jones's pants this year. Like, <laughs> dude, he didn't get touched once. Now, again, just like Trevor Lawrence, I don't. Maybe Mac Jones can do all those things. Maybe he maybe he can make pinpoint throws with a very small window, but I just haven't seen it. You know, maybe he can throw with guys bearing down his neck and lots of pressure. I just haven't seen it. So that's right. what I'm saying about Trevor Lawrence. I'm not saying he can't do those things. You just don't see it very often. He clearly has plenty of arm, throws a beautiful ball, smart kid, great leader. I'm not trying to say he stinks. I'm, I'm just saying I can absolutely and fairly easily make an argument for, for Zach Wilson being a better prospect. Does that mean I think he's going to be a better pro? I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that because there is something to say about Trevor Lawrence's leadership, the kind of competition he's played against, the level with which he's played at for three years. From the, I mean, he probably could have got drafted in the NFL right out of high school, for God's sake. I mean, he was that good, right? I'm just saying if you watch the film and you see what these guys have to do, because in the NFL, you have to do those things. Nobody's buck-ass open. Right? Nobody's just, I mean, it does happen sometimes. It's just very rare. Like a busted coverage happens, but it's just rare. Most of the time, you're throwing guys open or you're throwing into very small windows. And accuracy matters. And, you, and if there's anything that very, very rarely changes as guys grow as pros, they very rarely get more accurate. You either right. have that kind of accuracy or you don't. And I don't know that that can be trained. I think because I just think that's way too finite a thing. It's way too find a point to say you can train that into somebody, especially when the shit hits the fan and there's rushers breathing down you. You know, Von Miller's coming at your throat. It's hard to be accurate. So when I see a guy do that, like, every single week because he just – this is the this is the Jay Cutler thing that I that I say, and this is the Garoppolo thing back, back when he – I saw these guys who did not have elite receivers – throwing guys open and hitting guys in very small windows. Cutler is a great example. Playing at Vanderbilt against teams like LSU and Alabama, making pinpoint throws. You know, I just, I'm again, I'm not saying that the other guys can't do that. I just haven't seen them do it because they just haven't had to. They haven't been forced to do that on the regular. That's all. I mean, again, yeah. I don't know that that's a critique. I guess it is. I guess it is. I don't know. Maybe it's a critique. Only the, it's, I don't even it's, it's a critique. It's just a question. It leaves a question. I think it's more of a plus for the other for the underdog kind of guys and a negative yeah. for the for the contender kind yeah, of guys. Yeah, it just it just look. I'll give you another example. We said we mentioned Andrew Luck and how he was a no brainer, no bust. There's no chance at a bust, and he wasn't. But who was he throwing to in college at Stanford? He wasn't throwing to elite receivers, man. And but he's playing against USC. And Washington and Arizona, who were and Oregon, are, and Oregon. These are good yeah. teams at the time. You know, when you're doing it against those teams with subpar receivers, it says something. It says something. Now, if you ha if you ask me, like, do you have questions about Zach Wilson? I am still. I need to see how big he is because I I I cannot believe. And we'll talk about Justin Fields on another day, but I cannot believe. Looking at film, that Justin Fields is six foot three and Zach Wilson is six foot three. Like Zach Wilson is Cam Newton. I just see I see Cam Newton, which is that's a big. Both of those they're big dudes playing quarterback. I'm not saying Zach Wilson's small. He's not Baker Mayfield, but he just doesn't look as big as like Justin Fields. No, you know, he doesn't. So there or Trevor Lawrence for that matter. 
uh, Trevor Lawrence is big. Trevor Lawrence like six six. He's, He's a big like, dude. What six five? Yeah. yeah. Six, six. So if I have questions about Zach Wilson, it's really more about um, about his size. You know, he he does some things sometimes. He'll throw into coverages and he'll make bad decisions. But I think th- I don't think those bad decisions are because he didn't know what to do. I think those bad most of the bad decisions that I've seen him make on film are because I think he's just overconfident. I think he's like, I got a cannon, and I can put this ball into any place that I want to, and nobody's going to stop me. Um, I'd rather have that guy because I can harness that as opposed to a guy who can't make decisions, who can't read the defense and figure out where to throw the ball. So, but anyway, that's if anybody's sitting there saying, well, it's crazy, it's absurd, and these people are nuts to say that Zach Wilson might be a better prospect. That's there's your justification for why, and it's legit. It's legit. But I'd still take Trevor Lawrence over Zach Wilson. <laughs> I just would. Yeah, because no one's getting fired for that. You're exactly not going to get fired. Nobody. And let's. I'm be honest. Like I think I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be an excellent prop. I think I think he's going to be a really good prop. I'm just saying when a report like that comes out, is it? You know, sometimes it's crazy. Sometimes it's just. That's crazy. I don't think this one's crazy. That's all. My cigar is sucking dick today, man. It looked like you have a. Uh, you really got to do a little effort to get a little ash going. Yeah, I keep no the ash in the front just keeps going out on me. What do you what? got? What do you got there? Oh, I got some Willet bourbon and no, uh, yeah, I have a, uh, and the, a uh, Drew Estate Undercrown. Beautiful cigar. Oh, beautiful Mr. Cigar. Mr. Fobbs Allen would be very oh, proud of that one. I'm a big fan of the underground. Huge fan. By the way, we got to have a meeting with him at some point. The guy's got fucking seven, uh, seven, what do you call well, I can't think of what the hell he called. Um, humidors. He's got seven, seven now? now. Dude. <laughs> so you had mentioned, I, you had mentioned that, um, Denver cleared. Is is clearing has cleared more cap space or more? They just more. Cut, they just cut Jarrell Casey, who they signed last year from the Titans on a, on, a, on a two or three year deal. Wow! And he missed. He got he got hurt in the first fucking game. And missed the whole year. And they cut him so already. They cut his ass. Wow! What position is he? Defensive tackle. So they also so are you by surprised that, by that by at all? In the year. What, bud? Are you surprised by that at all? No, I'm actually happy about that because with him being out for the year, they actually found two guys that like they drafted oh. later, and I think one guy was a free agent, and they they're 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 bone cheap, they're they're cheap. Right, right. Listen, and if you want to give them a little bit of a pay uh, an upgrade, great. I mean, you're not going to be paying what you paid for Gerald Casey, so I think that's actually a good decision. And I think they're really by getting rid of by Elway moving up the front office and hiring an actual true GM. I think it's the greatest thing for them now because they have a guy right. that knows what he. Yeah, yeah. I think you're probably right. I'm not trying to bust on Elway, but. No, I'm not players, either. I, I mean, obviously, I love them, but... Yeah, players... Talent evaluation is one thing, but navigating salaries and the salary cap and where a guy is at what point in his career... I don't know that former players are the best at that, man. I just don't... Not former stars. I don't know that former stars... You know, let's let's not forget that Peyton Manning was the one who suggested Adam Gase for the Jets, so... I don't know that they're the best at that. And listen, there's some exceptions to the rule because John Lynch looks like he's doing a he has a great start going on out in San Francisco. But you know the funny thing about that but, is he was a safety. A little it's you know what safeties are to me? Safeties are like catchers in baseball. Cat I was right? just thinking the same thing. Yeah. yeah. 
Yep. You just you see yep. the whole field. They see the whole field. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, it's funny. That's funny. That's so funny. But so that you're right. That is different. But I wouldn't call John Lynch a star. He was a star for his position. But he's he, a Hall of Famer. You know. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I wouldn't consider like a lot of people. Probably he's a Hall of Famer, and a lot of people probably wouldn't know who he is. Yeah, if he rang their doorbell. But who's this guy? Selling pizza? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the pizza. Uh, yo, yeah, Johnny, come on here. I'm hungry. Um, so, you know, what's interesting about them clearing cap space and, and, and making different moves like that, you know that, you know, Vegas or whoever, it's probably more like offshore books, I guess. They still, Number one, ha- they still have Denver as the most likely place that uh, Deshaun Watson ends up, which is, dude, you would lose your shit if he ended up. They're instantly, they're in, I, you know, I think they're instantly uh, Super Bowl contenders. I really do, because I think they're only a couple players away. It's so, it's so funny how like a couple players. So you have a couple, you're 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 short a couple players, and then you have a couple players coming off injury. Um, Von Miller coming back, which it's always great to have a pass rusher, and when you don't have one, suddenly your defensive backs are worse, you know. But um, yeah, that would be something, man. That would be something. It just it just doesn't matter what they want to give up, you know. At this point, who they who are they fighting against, and what yeah. what do the Texans hold them ransom at? Like it just there's a lot there's a lot going on still. But now the Russell Wilson thing coming out. Oh my that's god, not you saw that today, better. right? Holy shit, man! So would you rather have Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson? Watson, because of his age. But if I his age, and I think he's he's not I. I I like Russell Wilson. I think he's a little bit of a whiner, a little bit of a Recently weird guy. Recently only, though. That's a recent Dude, thing. The, the, but you, you, the Seahawks players, they don't love him for some reason. I, oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, that's been a big thing the last couple last couple of days on shows. Like, I think with the hot wife, she's a, you know, a singer, actor, whatever the hell she is. I think you start yeah. to become... You know, a little bougie, a little bougie, and I, you could you could probably be a little. I like that little bougie. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could be a little bougie in San Fran. You could be a little bougie in L.A. Maybe in Dallas, you could be a little bougie. New York, in obviously, New York? Miami. Yeah. But man, I don't know that you could be bougie in 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 the rainy Northwest United States in Seattle. I don't know if bougie works up there. Listen, like I said, I like him. I think he was the perfect fit the year they smoked the Broncos, the year that that they didn't give the ball to Lynch against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I think he was a great fit, a great, I wouldn't say game manager, but well, he was then on that, on that certain on that certain spectrum at least, you know. But now, dude, Schlereth, now he, Mark Schlereth was on again today saying, "Hey, just it's it's you gotta put some of the pressure and." And hits that he's taken on Russell. You know that the truth is too, dude. This is a guy who's five ten, and it's hard for a five foot ten quarterback to get rid of the ball quick because you're 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 too close to the line to get it that quick. Yeah, you, you can't slide, see real you well. You gotta slide or move up, right? He needs yeah, to get real roll. far from the line, and it takes him a little longer because he needs the line to spread a little, and some of it has to be on him. So yeah, it's weird though because he's always been like you know he ends every con- every. Every interview he ends with go Hawks and and go now Hawks. just recently it's been a little more touchy, a little more sensitive. I think this also comes down to like Watsonitis, man. I keep bringing this thing up and I, I think it's gonna be a, a 
kind of a continuing narrative about players who are in good situations or they just want more control or they want more say or they want more money or they want more whatever and they're like get me out of here and i i kind of switched my tone today while i was thinking about like i've been calling it watsonitis but i'm i'm thinking it's more of a situation where nfl players want to be like nba players where they have the ability to move you know they can move from town to town i just think the watson thing kind of pisses me off because he just signed the contract seven months ago and all the same people that he's pissed off at right now were in place seven months ago so it's like dude these people that you're calling assholes yeah. You loved them seven months ago and were crying that they gave you such a beautiful contract. Russell Wilson's been there for a while, and you could say, well, maybe he's just fed up with Pete Carroll and whoever has control, and I think that's a little different. But, but you know, it is interesting, though, man. But I think it's more so, these guys want to be like NBA players who really have a lot more say in control, and I think it's very dangerous. For football, so I think it's very dangerous. You asked me who would I rather have, so obviously I'd rather have Watson. However, however, the price, however, the price will not be as steep if it was for Wilson. I don't know that that's true. You don't. You I think don't know it, that that's you, true. Wow. Wow. And if the price is the same, I want Watson all day. Then. I think I probably agree with you. The only thing I will, I will say on the contrary, would be Russell Wilson has been a more successful quarterback. Russell Wilson has almost single-handedly won many, many, many games for Seattle. And while Deshaun Watson is excellent, I mean, let's be honest, he's been more of a stat compiler than a winner. Well, I'm not saying he's not a winner. I'm just saying he's... Wilson. Wilson's had Pete Carroll and... Watson's had, like you said, your delivery boy. He's had Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Bill O'Brien went to the playoffs six out of ten years. I mean, you know. Uh, He's a better coach than he is a GM. I just don't think there's a lot going on there. But we're talking about him as a coach. And as an offensive coach, he's so bad that that Nick Saban just picked him up quicker than you can wipe your ass after taking a dump. Like, he just took him immediately. You don't want to sit on a bowl too long with a dirty ass. I'm just saying you can get a rash. So the bourbon is talking over there in Galloway. <laughs> I don't like rashes. Oh, who does? Especially there. You get one on your arm or whatever. So what? But you get one in Put between a the cheeks. Shirt on. Jesus. Yeah, you get one between the cheeks. That's it's problematic. <laughs> so. Uh, so do you want to hit the Big Ben thing a little bit yeah, here? Yeah, let's or? talk Big Ben. Because I have feelings on this. Because of the commentary. The commentary by who? By him or by people around it? By people. By by talkers. Go ahead. You start it. Go okay. Ahead. We talked about it a little last week with the idea that Ben isn't, you know, uh, an elite quarterback anymore or that he's not aging well. And this bothers me. So I actually looked up. I'm like, let me look at these stats to see how not well he's aging, right? So he's 38, and I'll reiterate the fact that the, the, the guys that he was drafted with in the same draft class, Eli Manning and... Um, and Phil Rivers are out of the league now. So how did Ben age compared to those guys? Pretty well. He went to three Super Bowls. Neither of those guys went to three Super Bowls. Um, and he got hit the most out of those guys too. Yeah, and let's look now. Phil Rivers this past year with the Colts 
had a pretty good season. I don't know his statistics. I didn't look that up. But Eli, the last, I don't know, five, six years was pretty putrid. So let's look at Ben's stats. 66% completion percentage. It's not the best, but it's it's service. It's it's okay. And I'm going to get to why I think that it was a little lower than it should be, but 66 is not bad. 3,800 yards, and that's in 15 games because he didn't play the last game of the season. So he threw for 4,000 yards, which doesn't suck. Oh, by the way, he had 33 touchdowns, which was top 10 in the league, and only 10 interceptions. And you can say, well, you know, well, then what was the problem? Well, the problem was they had no running game. So Ben Roethlisberger, at 37 or 38 years old, I think 38 years old, had the most pass attempts in the entire freaking league. Yeah, but you know what? Tom Brady didn't have Go ahead. Ben went into the year, for some fucking reason, he went into the year... Want to get the ball out of his hands in 2.4 seconds. Yeah, because he's 38 years where, old and where, doesn't want to get ch- his chops busted. Well, his previous, his previous whatever, 12, 13 years, he was last in the league of getting a ball off. Well, that's called getting wiser. But, and their run game was bad. Their line wasn't Sucked. the same. All that's true. But but, but when, when, when D-backs know you got to cover a guy for two seconds, I think me and you could do that today. But you don't say that when Tom Brady gets rid of the ball quickly. Brady's not bitching and moaning either about money, about con. There's- well, Ben Ben hasn't been bitching for for recently. He didn't bitch this year. We're ben talking- wakes up bitching about something. The guy wears a walking boot if he fucking gets a toenail out of place. The guy's very dramatic. He's not a real happy guy. <laughs> but I'm just looking at this past season because if we're gonna criticize, if they're if he's gonna be criticized, we're criticizing him off this year. And I don't think this year this year he was a top ten quarterback. The first ten weeks he was eleven. Off a they were eleven and zero. I mean, they, they, they yeah, beat the last, Bills, but they they shouldn't they shouldn't have beat the Cowboys and the Ravens game on that Thursday night or Monday did. night game. They had him on the ropes. Yeah, they they did beat him and they did beat Buffalo. They beat the Ravens twice, not once. They beat them twice. You can't say it was yeah, fluke both times. The, but they beat the Ravens the one time with no Lamar and their half the team was on COVID list. Remember, it was a Tuesday night game at five o'clock or something weird. Well, no the, one played for the Ravens. Okay, then. That's fine. That, that, they beat him the other match. time, too, though. I'm just saying they beat the mighty Lamar Jackson. They beat Josh Allen, who goes to the AFC Championship game. I mean, they beat these. They did beat these teams. Dude, the Bills smoked them. They didn't beat the Bills. Oh, they lost to the Bills? I think they got hammered. Uh, I'm going to delete that. No, you should not. No, they were 11-0. That. <laughs> that game was after they were 11-0? Yeah, I think it was like week 14 or week 15. You know what? I don't do, like you want me to do, You want me to do some homework here? I don't like Michigan. I know. I'm just saying that to be hurtful. I'm just saying for a 38-year-old... Here's, here's two things I'll say about it. For a 38-year-old quarterback to throw 33 touchdowns and 10 interceptions and throw for 4,000 yards, that's not aging poorly. And then the other thing I'll say is let's stop comparing anybody on the fucking planet to Tom Brady, okay? Well, Can we just I, I stop know. doing that? Comparing how All a guy right. ages to Tom Brady? Are you ready? I'm ready. So week 13, they lose at home to the Washington Redskins or Washington football team. That's a bad loss. The next week 14, Sunday night at Buffalo, they lost. And then and then the real bad loss is week 15, Monday night at the Bengals with no Joe Burrow. That's a bad loss. It's Listen, I'm not trying loss. to I'm not trying to to deny that the season ended horribly. 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 <laughs> it ended worse than it did for the Jets, and that's saying something. The Jets look better than the than than the Steelers at the end. I'm just saying we're talking about Ben. 
you got your 38-year-old quarterback th- throwing, making more pass attempts than anybody else in the league. I think if Tom Brady had to do that, you'd see some wear and tear. I think if Drew Brees had to do that, you'd see some wear and tear. I think if Philip well, Rivers, had- yeah, I think if Philip Rivers had to do that, you'd see some wear and tear. And Eli Manning is sitting at home having a bourbon, watching us. He's not throwing 60, 50 times a game. And the guy just came off elbow surgery. So could we just could we could we take a breath here and say let's be realistic? Just stop comparing guys to Tom Brady and say he's 38 years old. Did he play pretty well? And then you have to ask if not Ben, then who? Well, that's it. So that's that's <laughs> the Steelers. The Steelers have put themselves in a weird situation, and it's not a weird situation because the Giants kind of did it the last year with Eli. If they think they're close, they're going to go all in, you know. So the Steelers have done that. They had they have one of the best top three defenses in the league. Yes, their, their offensive line until this year was fantastic, and it's kind and it of, was good, but of, then it got banged up. It just kind of fell apart. Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't know that going into the year. Of course not. Connor, Connor James Connor is a fantastic story, unbelievable story. He's not, he's not, he's not a number one running back. No, At least not. And he stunk there. this year, and he gets banged up yeah. a lot too. He gets banged. He, up. Got, he gets banged up a lot, and he had COVID, and a lot of shit went wrong for. And again, and like you said, the Steelers were rolling at eleven up. They were yeah. rolling, but you know, the the week four by NFL COVID doing not not the setup killed Ben. And then the weather got cold, and his elbow kind of went. And like you said, and he's throwing the ball fucking forty two times a game. Yeah. The elbow the, the elbow kind of went on him. However, with that being said, he's not getting any younger. He does play in Pittsburgh. The weather's going to be bad the last quarter of the year. And like. But 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 at the same token, is Mason Rudolph the guy? This is, is what I'm Hask- saying. Are they going to give Haskins a shot? Like I they agree might, with you. They might be screwed. They might be screwed just this year to have to, to have to play him. I, I don't know. Well, this is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that Ben is an elite top five quarterback like he was for much of his career anymore. But you can win with him. And uh, while they certainly should have already been, and I think they tried to come up with a plan to, to you know replace him I don't I don't think it's Mason Rudolph although I've, I've liked him I don't think it's him I don't think he has the arm strength I thought his arm was a little stronger than it actually is and so I think that's problematic I think you have to have a strong arm in this league right now I just think that's just the way it is unless you're a heavy play action team um, you have to have a strong arm I'm just saying can you win with Ben Roethlisberger right now? I think they can. I don't know if the Steelers can win as currently constituted, but they lost a lot of guys on defense, so at the end of the season, they couldn't stop anybody. Like, it just... A, you made a perfect point just now where you said a lot of things went wrong at the wrong time. Like, things went right at, in the beginning of the season. Like, things were weird, and they handled it well. But then things went wrong. It looked like Ben didn't have... The juice on the arm. They can't run the ball for shit the whole season. Got they had an, maybe the best defense in the league for the first half of the season, and then with injuries, they just gradually broke down and couldn't handle it anymore. I mean, you can't, you just can't continue to replace star players on defense. But I'm just saying, he is 38 years old. I fully recognize that. But to say he hasn't aged well and he's just it's shit and you should move on to what? You yeah. made the playoffs last year. You won your division, made the playoffs. You don't have a, a really high for it. What are you going to pick, Mac Jones? Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, it's just not as simple as get rid of him. So, like you said, can they win Can they win right now with Ben? So, 
one of our good buddies and avid listener, Steve Stavalli. We thank you and love you for it, buddy. Of course we do. Big Steeler fan. My brother, huge Steeler fan. Richie Davila, huge Steeler fan. You know, you hear you hear a lot of conversation now in Pittsburgh with Pittsburgh fans with Mike Tomlin. Like, does Tomlin let Ben run the asylum? Does Tomlin not have control? Is Tomlin such a player's coat? Now, I think you can win with Ben. But listen, this 45 attempts a game shit has got to go. That's absurd. No, that's crazy. Oh, that's a problem. God. That is a problem. He should be in the Tom Brady, um, Philip Rivers, you know, kind of realm where it's like, you know, you're expected to throw 35 times a game now because you're older, but, you know, you ex- and, and have a, a relatively decent running game because then you can play action more, which gives more protection. And you can, you know, you can still push the ball downfield with play action, especially. I don't want to say you should be a more game manager, but you, you need to protect him a little more and be a little more careful with him and not expect him to be a 28-year-old quarterback. So, yeah. Game manager game manager is, is, is maybe too strong out of my mouth because they don't have the running game or the play action game to be a game manager. But I think they could – and they have But that could be corner. fixed pretty maybe quick. That could be fixed pretty quick. It's not when it's not when they have so much money over the cap. It can't be quick. Are they over? Quick, but well, they're they're either over or ve- or if Ben restructures, they got a little more wiggle room. Yeah, it depends on what but, he comes down to, right? And it depends, and, and that's where Ben being a little drama queen or whatever. You know, do I want my money? Or do I want to win? Do I want well, to play said one more he, year? Do listen, I- to his credit, he said, I, "I'll I want I want to renegotiate. I want to do what's best for the team here. What, do, what that I, means, I, I, I don't know." <laughs> So as 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 a big as a as a huge football fans as we are, and as a big Tom Brady guy that I am, that makes me fucking mad a little bit on Ben's point. It took Ben to his fucking sixteenth year in the league to be to be fucking a little negotiable, a little like. Well, your boy, your boy, Super Bowl champion Peyton Manning was never like that. He never took a cut. He never took less money. No. But so listen, he won Super Bowl well, in Denver. So yeah. I'm so happy all with I'm that. saying is you can't bang on a guy because he takes the money that someone offers him. They, it was offered what, to him and he took what, it. You, what, you, bang, you bang on Russell Wilson every week about taking the money. I don't. Not, I not. do not bang on him for taking the money. I bang on him for complaining that they don't get offensive linemen. Be, and and I say it because you can't complain because you get the money. Why are you yelling at me? Because no. you're a Michigan fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I, no, I, I think. My, I think a guy like Russell Wilson is worth every penny. I think Deshaun Watson is worth every penny. All I'm saying is, if winning is really what matters to you, if protection is really what matters to you, Russell Wilson, then cough up ten million, get get, get a uh, you know John Thune or whatever the hell his name is, and you know bolster that line. That money has to come from somewhere. It's not because your billionaire owner is cheap. It's because there's a salary cap. So take ten million less. Take take listen. I think Russell Wilson's going to make thirty-seven million this coming season. Take seven million less. You can make thirty yeah. million dollars. Definitely. Okay. Take Definitely. seven million and less and get a starting uh, guard or tackle, and you'll be protected and, more. But you're not—he's not, not going to do that. This, and I know this doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things because it's separate. But and 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 people argue about this with Brady. You married into like a lot of money, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you did. But listen. Without Marion Sierra, whoever, whatever her name is mm-hmm. in Seattle, dude, he's making money's commercials and all this stuff. Come on, Russ. And again, like, I'm not trying dude. to bang on a guy for taking all he can get. That's fine. But then you don't also. I'm. You can't have both, is what I'm saying. Talk out of both sides of yeah. your mouth. That's you can't what it say is. I want every penny I can get. Period. End of story. And then after you get all the money, say, well, they need to get players around me. Well, where the hell are they going to get those players from? 
So so back to Ben, you know, he's he's owed like $41 million, something bananas this year, which is obviously untenable. If he comes down to $30 million, okay, so that's like a uh, – that actually made me think. Is $30 million enough for him to come down to for you? Or does it need to be more like 28, 27? Well, I heard something where I think he I heard maybe 20 million for 2 years. 20 million a year for 2 years? No, 10 million a year. Oh, he would never do that. But that's what I said. That's, I'm like there's no way that's going to happen. Yeah. He's Mr. Walking Boot himself, no way. But like <laughs> um, <laughs> But like I think if he could come down to 22 a year, 25, 20, yeah. I think he has to you come know? down into the twenties. And I think number one, like you said, I think like you said, he's gonna willing to agree to do that. And number two, he's got no fucking choice. Well, who? Well, now what do you, now Bud Dupree? You got to now you either have to sign or tag Bud Dupree. Here's the problem: he doesn't have to do anything. So. Because right. he's the one with the contract, and they have no. But if he wants to stay, if he wants to stay in Pittsburgh, well, the other problem is if he says, "Nah, screw that. That's too much of a dump," and Pittsburgh cuts him, or they they're kind of forced to cut him, that's like a that's a major. I think if I'm not mistaken, I think it's like twenty something, mid twenty two million cap hit. And then who's your quarterback? See, this is the problem. This is the problem. Now, yeah. Now the Steelers have a winning record. Over the last, I don't know, three, four years, whatever it is, when Ben doesn't start, but it's like twenty-three and eighteen. It's not like some great record. Um, unless you're just gonna say, "Hey, it's like come down to twenty-five, or we're gonna let you go, and we'll just we'll just have a shit season, and we'll move on from there." Or do you go and make a trade for like a Marcus Mariota? I don't know. You're not going with Dwayne Haskins. Like that's not leverage. I- that's what I tell my brother. I go, dude, they're not going with fucking Haskins. Come on. They're just not. That's just, that's not, that's just. They're just not. No, that's not an option. <laughs> I mean, he's not a pro quarterback right now. Now, do you go, now, me, do, you, do you try to, I mean, who else is, an, who else is a possibility? Like, do they try to get maybe Sam if you guys go a different say, direction? The room, this is what I mean, man. This goes back to where we were. Talk about full fucking circle here. We do that a lot. Think of how bad Sam Darnold has been statistically, and the ste- and the rumors are still out there that the Steelers are ha- do have interest. Forget about what they're willing to give up. The fact that they're willing to give up anything for a guy who is statistically the worst quarterback last year, worse than some backups, worse than some backups that have, have been forced to start, like, it amazes me, but yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, I think it's like yeah, you just you decide come. it's a lost season. We're moving on, and we take the cap hit this year. Kind of like what the Eagles are doing to me. It's the Eagles are to say we're taking a thirty-four million dollar cap hit. You're saying we'll see you in twenty twenty-two. You know, we're getting this numbers off the books. We're going to eat shit for Minimal. a year. Minimum. Yeah, we're going to eat shit for a year, and we'll see you in twenty twenty-two, and we have cap money back. So, I mean. But but just to go back to what I'm, you know, to, to then come back to the Ben stats, like he wasn't that bad. He is like to me, he is like a, you know, going rate 30, 30 you know, 28, 29, 30 million dollar quarterback. And if you want to extend your career, now this is the difference from him and say like a, a Deshaun Watson. Like 
Deshaun Watson has time, man. He's got time on his side because he's still very young. You know, Ben can't sit out a year. And no one, nobody else in the league is picking him up if he gets cut. His career is over if he gets cut by the Steelers. Right? I don't know about that. Yeah, who would pick him up? I heard a rumor the Broncos maybe would do oh, it. Oh, you which and your I don't Broncos. Want. Come on. You don't want Ben Roethlisberger. Just, it delays listen, the I, inevitable. It delays the inevitable. I don't want, I don't want him. I yeah. don't want him at all. I, I told you like this the other day on the phone. It's, it's, it's Watson to me if you could do it. If not, then Locke. Or Russell Wilson. Or Russell Wilson. All right, so that reminds not, me of not, something. You really wouldn't take – like, I'm just looking at your division. I'm looking at your division. You have all these great passers in your division. Locke could be a good passer. Okay, he's what I'm – but he's, uh, he's clearly the th- fourth best of those four of the quarterbacks yeah, in that division. I wouldn't say clearly. I wouldn't say clearly. Who's he better than? I think he could be better than Carr. David Carr's got a 72% completion percentage. He throw, he doesn't throw interceptions. What's he won? Nothing. What's Drew Locke won? He's year two in the league. He didn't even win in college. He wasn't even a winning college quarterback, man. So what I'm saying is with a later... What I'm saying is maybe you take like a... um. Uh, a Trey Lance, and and here's why Trey Lance. He's certainly not. I don't think he's a better passer than Drew Locke. Oh, I don't. But I don't you're want the one. You become the one team in your division who has a legitimate uh, Lamar Jackson type running quarterback, which is unique in your division. Don't care. Don't care until he leaves the field in a helicopter. I don't care. You're I'm so good. obtuse. I'm, I'm rather run- you're so narrow, man. You're so you're so, you're so narrow thinking. I don't. I I want no piece of him because I, I I think I think Drew Locke, two years has two different systems. He's got his team all banged shot. up offensively. He's been banged up. I want year three, dude. What 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 what's Sam going year four? Who? Yeah, this will be Sam. fourth Sam, year. Yeah yeah yeah. Sam's going year four, and and I'm the biggest besides you and and I think Greenberg. I like Sam, <laughs> and I think Sam's had shit luck. Worst coach, fucking mono, bad weapons, and I'm going to give him more chances. So I wouldn't, I, I, I'd be a hypocrite if I can't say that with Locke. And I think Locke does have some good weapons around them now. Was he a first so, round pick? No, he was a second round second pick. Round the pick. Broncos, I think that's the one. The last two drafts for the Broncos have been excellent. Now I just want to see him prove themselves on the field. And a couple guys have, and a couple guys are still in question. And the quarterback, obviously, is the biggest question. Yeah. So, dude. You got Noah Fant. You got your tight end. What you said with with Pitts. You got your tight end. You got three weapons on the outside. You got year two with, a, with the same exact O line, which I think's a, a huge key. You got two definitely above average serviceable running backs, and your defense is always in the in the mix. And you got guys so, coming back like off that, injuries on defense. You got guys coming back off injury, and you have a ton of money now. You're cutting the right guys to get more money. Now, with that said, they're probably in the second toughest division in football. But at least you give yourself an opportunity now. I think I and I'm just I just wouldn't be I wouldn't give up on Locke to get a guy that's a runner first and a bad conference and a, and a division. That's just not what I want to do. I'm just yeah. Fan. I'm just looking at is he's like you're 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 not going to outpass anybody else in this division, and but you can become a you can become a um, a game plan nightmare. Which is what Lamar Jackson is. It forces defensive coordinators to to deal with something that they don't deal with on a weekly basis. They just don't deal with that kind of player on a weekly basis. 
So it forces them to game plan in a very unusual way. And I so just don't know that Drew Locke is ever going to be the passer that all three of the other guys are in that division. That's that's I why I'm saying that. it. I understand, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Let me, and I understand what you Locke, are too. I, I get it. Like I, I, I yeah. do like Locke. I like them coming out. I always like guys with big, strong arms because I just feel like if they get their head right, the arm talent yeah. is there, and that's not that's the one thing that no coach can teach. So if you, everything think, else you can teach, so I yeah. think uh, I think one thing there, if, if if he gets his head on right, and I think his offensive coordinator, I don't love him, but I think he's a better coordinator than the coach Pat Shermer. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a better quarterback uh, uh, oh, OC yeah. and a quarterback coach Mike Shula than than head coaches. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Um. But if I were to tell you that that he became like a Kirk Cousins, like I think with that team, I think I'd be all right with it. Like, listen, I, he, I think Kirk to, Cousins. To would, point, I think Kirk Cousins would be the fourth best quarterback in that division. To go with your point, yeah, but Locke's not there yet. Locke's not even there yet. Like, well, this like, is what I'm Kirk saying. Cousins type of thrower. So I think if we get him to that point, and I don't want to go nuts like a pyramid, like he's not a Josh Allen because he's a different type of guy. Listen, Baker Mayfield got his team in the playoffs. I know you're not a Baker guy, but if he became a Baker Mayfield type, listen, you're not going to outthrow Big Ben. You're not going to outthrow these guys. But, dude, 12 yards, 8 yards, 6 yards, 12. Dude, time of possession, defense. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they do. I'm just, uh, yeah, they do have the best. They should have the best defense in their division. If the Chargers are healthy, they would have it. But they're never so? healthy. Well, Derwin James never plays. Derwin James, they're always saying Derwin James best oh safety God. never plays. He's so Bosa good, but he's never available. Yeah, they they got they got another linebacker <laughs> who misses a lot of time. That's why I think Watson option there because they never have a they never have a full def, a full defense. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think yeah, healthy and money now wise, that's who they spend it. They should have the best defense, and their coach is a very good defensive guy. Yeah. Um, sure. I just. Don't I? You know that's what makes the NFL so great, man. It's such a year-to-year fucking thing. Really you change is. your whole team around. A couple man. players like, can make such a difference God, on a team like that. Man. On a team like Denver, who, while they didn't, what was their record last year? Uh, seven and nine at best, I think. Let me a see. Seven and nine team with you changed two critical positions. You upgrade at two critical positions, and suddenly you're eleven and five, twelve and four. I mean that that's real. Uh, they were five and eleven. It was shorter than I thought. But yeah, you're not going to go. You're not going to go twelve and four after being five and eleven. Well, well, well. You know what the Niners did. So, but I'm, I'm not saying we're not the Niners. But so they lost game one. They lost. To, they lost to the fucking Tennessee Titans in that in that one thirty a.m. game, which I always love to watch on Monday night because that's a fun. <laughs> that's a fun slate. I'm the only guy in the East Coast watching it. They, they they lose by two points. They lose that Pittsburgh the next week by five points, and Locke got hurt in that game. They lost. They lost three other games by. By less than a touchdown, so or four of the games by less than a touchdown. So they're they're in games, and you know you could say what you want, but that's you know we've had this conversation before about Vic Fangio. He's not a, he's not a great he's not a great head coach. No. But. All right, so uh, you know obviously the biggest news of the week outside of the football world was Tiger Woods, and uh, I'll let you lead with this. Yes. Yeah, so. Um, when, when the, you know, I'll, I'll be the first guy to admit it. When the news broke, I was very concerned that he was on pain pills again because the mm. last time you saw him in a driving situation, and 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 he, and he's coming off back surgery, and he's on Sunday golf with Nance going, 
I don't still don't feel great. I'm a little tight. I don't know if I'm going to get to the Masters. And he didn't look First so good. My, His he, no, he, he didn't did look not. so good on Sunday either. So he did not. He looked a so little tuned. My first thought, and it's unfair. It's it, unfair. Uh, well, it is well, fair, my, but it's it's presumptuous. Yeah. But it is yeah. fair. So my first thought went there, and then, you know, no skid marks. Like, dude, what do you do? Like, dude, what the hell? So a lot went in my mind where, and listen, best golfer in our generation, For sure. not even close. For like, sure. So I never, I never saw... Uh, Arnie play. I never saw Jack play, so I can't say. But he's just—he's just a big figure, like a big, like oh my god, like you got to be kidding me. And and the guys, the guys just had a, a lot of a lot of it's his fault too. Bad luck, uh, you know. So, yeah. but but in my opinion, dude, and I don't know if you feel this way, somebody's trying to tell him something, dude. Coach, coach your kid, dude. Your kid's gonna be a phenomenal player. Coach your kid, dude. I don't know if you want to go broadcasting. Dude, teach like you're doing. Dwayne Wade, Drew Brees. Dude, teach these guys some lessons on the side. You're still playing. But, dude, maybe maybe back off a little. I don't know. I, and maybe that's unfair to me to say, too, because who the hell am I to say that? But sure. there's a lot of, there's a lot of bad streaks going on with him lately. And it's, dude, I don't know. Yeah, when it but comes, I'm glad he's okay. When it comes to that yeah, angle, we're, we're talking purely as observers because we're obviously we can't yes. speak from, like, what it's like to be at that level. So I'll give you my reaction. My first reaction was no. And then it was like within seconds, it was no, not now. Like we, we in this last year, we've had Kobe yeah. and then COVID. And, and like there's just been yeah. too much. Yeah. And then to have some, uh, like just a figure like that, if he would have passed, I mean, I don't know. Like some, when someone that big goes in, a, in just a strange way, it's just, it's hard enough. And then when you consider what things have been like in this last year, I think it would have been too much for a lot of people to handle. Like, just too much for people to deal with. Like, it's just too much. Um, not for kids. Kids is just different. But because they don't know them as well as, like, our generation, yeah. you know, and those older than us. Like, it's just, it would have been, it's just too much. It's just, it's just like, it just, you get this Armageddon feel. Right, so that's I was like, no, not now. Like, please, for God's yeah. sake, no. Definitely. Right, definitely. But, but to what you were saying, you know, Tiger is who Tiger is because he pushes the limits. Always, he's you know he was the first golfer to like work out and train, and not just work out, but like work out. So near the end of his prime, it, he was still kind of in his prime, but it was like towards the end of his prime. He was working out and training with Navy SEALs. And I don't mean he was training like Navy SEALs. I mean he was no. training with Navy SEALs. Yeah. He could yeah. have been a Navy SEAL, I think, at that point. Well, did you did you watch the documentary on HBO? I did not see it yet. Dude, you got to watch it because I would love to hear your feedback on it, especially when we do golf at the end of these shows once in a while. There's a big part of that that he almost quit golf to become a fucking Navy SEAL. Yeah, I mean it just – In in his prime. Right. And I think that just shows that he push it. He's always been one to push it to the max. Um, and I don't know that you can. Uh, I don't know that you can take that out of somebody like that and still get them. Like I don't know that you can get that well, that's, max well, that's push what I mean. that's out of them. You gotta, I think it's a combo. You got to take a step back altogether. Yes. 
You do. You do. So I'm just saying, while we say, like, I wish he was more careful, I wish he was more cautious, but then you might not have Tiger Woods. You might just had Eldred Woods. Is that his name? Am I saying? Yeah. Yeah, Eldred. Like, Some. Yeah, yeah you, you're in the same. You're in the right ballpark. You might have a really good golfer, but not one of the, one of two of the best golfers ever. Like, we kind of look at them. You know, it's either him or Jack Nicholas at this point. We don't really talk about Ben Hogan. We don't really talk about some of the guys from the early Same 1900s. We don't talk. Yeah. We don't yeah. incorporate them into the conversation. Well, I think they, if you put them in this time, like a Ben Hogan might have been better because he was magical. But we don't talk about it. It's like it's like Tiger and Jack, right? Like those are those are the two that are. And then there's every there's kind of everybody. You know, Arnie and some you know Seve Bystero, Some of those guys. Um, Gary Player, Phil, Phil Mickel, well, Phil's even a little lower than them, even. So like, you, you think so? I do, wow. I do. I think of Gary Player in his prime, and that's cause, that's because you hate lefties, prick. That's got to be what it is. Lefties are weird in golf, but just like it's 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 you know that's why you got a Tiger because he pushes the limit all the time, and it's not always easy to say I'm only doing this. On the golf course, I'm only doing this during practice. I'm only doing this during training. It's hard. It's hard to draw l- these dark lines to say I'm only doing this here or there. I mean, we see this all the time. A lot of times with like boxers, football players, they have a higher level of say like domestic violence uh, cases. Why? Because they're in. They're they push it to the max all the time, yeah. all, and then it's hard. Yeah, it's hard zone. to draw these lines, man. Especially when most of these guys, you know, you're in your you're in your twenties and early thirties. You're a friggin' animal. You're a savage, and 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 Tiger took that kind of combat sport mentality into golf, and it's it made him who he is. Yeah, to take that out of him is hard, but it's also why you get you get this. You get well, I. I hear you on that. I do. I hear, but dude, at some point, dude, you're almost you're almost fifty yes. now. No, I agree. You can you can kind of dial it back a little bit. And dude, and and one thing. And listen, I'm a big independent person. I want to drive. Like, I, I, dude, I get I Uber. No, no doubt. You know, in situations where I know I'm going to be in a bad bad spot. But dude, you're fucking Tiger Woods. Get a driver, bro. Yeah, but I think the problem is you're Tiger Woods, and you can do anything. Like this is what I'm saying. It's you, a mentality. You, you, you think? You will, of yeah. course, obviously, yeah. I mean, this is not the first time this has happened. Like, you think you could do anything, and there's you're 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 above it all, and um, you know, it's just hard. It's hard to separate it. I'm not even trying to like, I'm not even trying to like bash on him for it because then we don't. If we if he wasn't like that, then we don't get what we've gotten, which is magic. I mean, he changed the sport, man. He changed the sport. You look at golfers today. You look at like a Brooks Kepka. You know, DeChambeau, uh, Rory McIlroy, uh, Justin T- There, These guys are workout freaks now because they saw only through Tiger the benefit of, of pushing your body like this to be an elite golfer. And um, it, it really – plus forget all the, all the other stuff, like the amount of money that's available, you know, for guys now in golf compared to what it was before Tiger. And it was all because of Tiger because – you know the marketing that's available, the commercials, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, they poured so much money into it. Yeah, because it's the Tiger effect. I mean, they, they, that's where the word came. The term Tiger effect came from that. So I'm just glad. I'm glad he's relatively okay. You know, he's alive. So 
Yeah, well, yeah, know. that's the win. And you it's know, to be yeah. selfish, I'll just be selfish here. I'm glad this didn't happen while he was in his prime, because think of what we would have lost <laughs> out on. Uh, we don't really expect him to win too many tournaments anymore. We like see him playing. We like seeing him make great shots. I don't think on the, the leaderboard. Ex- yeah, making a push at the end of a tournament. You know, he won the Masters two years ago, which was freaking crazy. We like that kind of stuff. I don't think anybody has the expectation of him uh, winning winning a lot of tournaments anymore. So selfishly, I'm glad it's not no. in his prime. But it's a hell of a thing, man. It's yeah. just a hell of a thing when you see what we think of as indestructibles. They're destructible. They're people. They're, they really are just people. And we're very fragile. So it was a hell of a thing. Yeah. But gladly, yeah. you know, thankfully he's okay. Well, you know, Agreed. he's alive. He's alive and looks like he'll be okay. Yeah. Doctor yeah. said if he'll he, be he able to walk. And if he, if he doesn't hit the ball 300 yards to get off the tee on CBS, I'm not going to be that upset about it. We got to see a lot of great moments oh, from him. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy he's alive and he could and he could do what he wants. And, yeah. If he never know. if he never plays again, so what? Like on a competitive level, then so yeah. what? He'll just be yeah. Arnold Palmer for the rest of his life. He'll he'll have a smile. People will love him. Sign autographs. And that's and that's okay. It's at least thank God it's just not a tragic story. Yeah, he'll he'll hit that first ball off the T Masters Thursday, you know, yeah. when they yeah. set, when they yeah. get him going. Oh, that's a guarantee someday. Wouldn't it be cool if he yeah. was able to do that with Jack? Like that'd be that'd oh, be some my. cool shit, man. That would yeah, be some cool it would shit. Be. Um before we go, there is one yeah. last story that we have to get cover or else it would be almost out of line. Uh Kanye and Kim divorced. I just want to know or getting divorced or splitting up. Very important. I just want to know, did you have the over or under one and a half years when they first got married? Uh, always the under. Yeah, I had under one and a half hours, so I definitely <laughs> lost. I lost that one pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was figuring most people probably had the under on that one. Oh, God. Well, we did it again, dude. Did it again. So Always a great, always a great, uh, always a great time, my brother. And I'm only done because my everything's running out of batteries, so. Or else, and you got Chinese food on the I, way. Yeah, too. I was about to circle back to Kyle Pitts because he, they should take him. The Jets should take him. Listen, <laughs> we might hit this for another six weeks. <laughs> well, we're gonna have to because the draft is coming up. So, <laughs> and I need to prove that I'm right. All right, brother, we'll do it again next week. Thank you, sir. Sounds good, man. Enjoy the weekend. All right, dude. I'll talk to you later. Later. A lot of stuff this week. Sam Darnold just keeps getting defended, even though he's thrown up terrible stats, gets defended by so many people in football, it's unbelievable. Kuiper's draft has the Jets taken, Kyle Pitts, I I agree with it. I think he's a generational type tight end, a very, very unique player. This guy didn't think so, he's obviously wrong, so that's that's the case. Zach Wilson, is he better than uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence? I don't know that he's better than him, but I can certainly make the case for it. We did that today. And uh, we'll see what happens. I'm really interested to see on his pro day what his height and weight is. Because that's going to sway my opinion a little bit. But the arm strength, some of the other things are incredible. Ben Roethlisberger, let's not give up on him quite yet. I don't think he's uh, an elite quarterback anymore. But I think he can win a lot of football games and, and win playoff games. And, uh, and, of course, we got into a little Tiger stuff. Thank God he's alive. Thank God he's okay. And that's that. Listen, guys, we really appreciate you listening. We're trying to do better every single week. I think we are. We're going to keep improving. And um, if you like this, which we hope you do, share it with a couple friends. Uh, The more people that listen to it, 
the better chance we got of keeping it up and keeping it going. So thanks a lot. And uh, so for me, Pete Calsano, my buddy, Scott Bracey, this is Bump and Run. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks a lot. Yeah,